Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. For today's podcast, we're going to be exploring a European growth company, Click Digital. Click Digital is listed in Germany. They're also going to be presenting at the upcoming UK Investor Magazine virtual conference later on in October. Um, But for this podcast, we're going to be looking at the company. We're going to be looking at their operations. And to do that, we're very kindly joined by board member Ben Boss. Ben, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Well, thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Um, Shall I introduce myself uh, a little bit. Please, please, please do, Ben. If you give an introduction to yourself as well as, well as Click Digital, that would be fantastic. I will. Thank you so much. So my name is Ben Boss, and I am board member since uh, 2014. Uh, so almost uh, nine years in a row. Before that time, I already have been active uh, with the company as an external advisor, actually as a corporate finance advisor, while bringing two Dutch companies together back in 2010 with the help of ABNM Role Efforts Finance. So we combined two private companies um, that was done in 2010. And then we moved this company, which was named ClickBV. BV stays for a Dutch uh, entity, um, private entity, which we moved onward into a listed company back in 2012, also with the help of ABNM Role Efforts Finance at that time. Um, so while being active um, quite frequently with the company, uh, then finally I joined also the board in 2014. Um, longer ago, I have been active already in the entertainment industry, not streaming by then, uh, but uh, we were active in radio, television and in music. Thank you. So. You mentioned there streaming, Ben, and that obviously alludes to what Click does. So it would be good if you'd be able to provide an overview of the operations of, of Click and the markets that you're operating and the services that, that you offer. Yeah, sure. Well, actually, we are more a marketing company, which is uh, selling subscriptions that bundles uh, five, diff- we want five different content categories, like music, like movies and series, sports, uh, audiobooks and games together. And we sell this to consumers globally, currently in over 40 countries. So we are converting eyeballs into a sale of a subscription. And while having subscriptions on board, you have a steady recurring revenue business model uh, as you're building up, of course, a consumer base. Uh, For this year, just to give you an an overview and a magnitude of the company, we uh, are operating at a level of, um, and we guided the market to reach at least 345 million euros of revenue, whereby last year we ended uh, by 276 million euros. So we've been growing the company actually over the last four or five years uh, quite steadily with a steep increase starting in 2019 by uh, performing 63 million euros only in revenue. So our strategic approach set us apart from other mainstream streaming providers. And I think this is an important uh, uh, part to mention. While they focus on retention and we leverage more our expertise to quickly capture consumers by sparking interest via online marketing. So for us, online marketing is actually the way to acquire um, new consumers, new subscriptions for our services. Uh, 
Thank you very much, Ben. And, and that's a point that I'd just like to pick up on, if, if I may, because that's a huge element of what Click Digital does. Would you be able to elaborate on the customer acquisition, what the customer acquisition journey looks like and and where Click operates that maybe some other companies within the industry aren't operating? Yeah, well, as, as we focus and, and, uh, and we did this in the past and the, the company started by operating uh, and selling subscriptions actually via TV, TV advertised products, but that's a long time ago, slowly moving into online marketing as well as mobile marketing. But we do this in various ways. So we use, uh, for instance, Google, which is one of our main suppliers, but also TikTok and various other platforms. So what we actually do is sparking interest uh, by our own developed advertising for our uh, numerous streaming services. So how does this work in practice? I'll just give you a small, um, small idea. Well, if a consumer is interested in a certain topic, um, which can be a certain actor or a certain actress, uh, and he's Googling for uh, this person, uh, then if it's aligned with our product portfolio, so if we have this actor or actress also in our portfolio, then there's a good chance while Googling for it that the consumer runs into one of our banners. Uh, if this is appealing enough and this is sparking interest and they like to view it, they will click on this banner and then uh, come into our flow and they get an offer for our bundled, ser uh, uh, bundled services. So this is not only a movie of this actor or actress, but also the other five content categories which we have online or the other four. So they see that they get really an, uh, an affordable offer, um, actually more for less, while they can enjoy at the same time those other uh, verticals. So um, our marketing spend, our customer acquisition cost, uh, cost, as we call it, act really as our conversion machine. And uh, this year, just to give you an idea, we expect to spend uh, about 120 million euros at least in marketing or in customer acquisition cost. Thank you. So, so you mentioned there the product portfolio, and that's something that I'd just like to pick up on now, Ben, if, if we may, and, and try and give listeners a deeper insight into how subscribers, users interact with Click Digital through your product portfolio. So when you talk of your, your product portfolio, what, what does that actually look like? So a subscriber comes along and they, they enter the the sales journey to some extent to to become a subscriber but when they get to the end of that what is the the typical service that they are getting from click digital and how broad is that and maybe a few words about how you've actually gone about structuring that in terms of you know what are the good products for, for click to be putting out there at the moment and and how you go about targeting people in in certain settings yeah, uh, thank you for that question. Well, yes, indeed, our, our, our core business is selling numerous streaming services. So in every country where we operate, uh, the product can differ or the offer can differ because you can imagine with licensed product on hand. So we do not produce our own content. All our content is licensed, uh, but it can uh, differ from uh, each individual territory as you might not have the license for such product in another territory. So we have a product team running around getting the right product um, in, in time for the offerings towards our consumers. Those 
portals or the numerous streaming services consist of uh, a set of movies and series, uh, but also music, uh, which are mostly uh, the playlist, uh, which you can think of just to make it easy and uh, very affordable, but also very um, uh, easy to operate for each consumer because they have all those five different content categories in one place. So they don't have to go somewhere else and log in if they want to use an other streaming services like games, which we also have. Uh, it's a very nice product portfolio, which we have on hand, uh, which is also, which also consists of online gaming. Uh, those are the games which are, uh, well, historically being played on the Xbox and the PlayStation, but also nowadays, which we can do with our te technology, we can bring them online. So you don't need any more those consoles. Uh, then we have also a very nice pro uh, product portfolio in terms of audiobooks, where we currently have, uh, a, I think, a total of 200,000 audiobooks being offered. Last but not least, we have a very nice uh, sports uh, content uh, uh, catalog, which uh, do does have over 800 um, soccer matches on a weekly basis. Um, and also ATP tennis, horse riding, so special interest sports uh, we represent as well in there. And, but all depending, of course, in the territory where we can uh, put our hands on the right uh, content. Thank you. So listening to that, Ben, it's, it strikes me that the focus isn't as so much as being a streamer as being a marketing company because there's a there's a huge breadth within the the portfolio and there's lots of different interests within there for, for lots of different categories of of consumer so am i correct in, in, in thinking that you would rather put yourself in the basket of being a digital marketing company as opposed to a streaming company along with the rest of the streaming companies you're completely right, and uh, we uh, we offer um, our streaming services by uh, putting indeed the emphasis on marketing, but also on a dynamic pricing model. So depending on our product portfolio and the demand of the product, uh, we optimize our pricing uh, in order also to increase and optimize our margins. Thank you. So... You mentioned there the, the the margin, and it brings me on to my next question. And it, it's very much looking at the market perception of Click Digital at this point in time, because there's a degree of expertise in, in winning these new subscribers, which looking here isn't really reflected in, in the share price if you're looking at the revenue that you're bringing in. What do you feel that the market's missing at the moment? Yeah, that's a, a very good question, uh, Jonathan, and uh, it's not easy to, to answer, but uh, what we think is that we are often compared with, uh, uh, indeed, with the mainstream streaming providers, uh, but actually we are more global marketers of streaming services, uh, not branding a specific name. So uh, as we all know, the Netflix, the Spotify's of this world, um, internationally speaking, nobody knows the name Click too much, and this means that we are not visible uh, as a consumer brand, which is not always understood by investors. Uh, so it's for them hard to get their head around. Um, another uh, 
point is I think that we uh, our marketing approach is rather unique. Uh, so we do not disclose all of these the key elements in this respect for competitive reasons. And also this is uh, all not always liked by the investors. But last but not least, of course, if you look to the current market space and the market in general, we see that streaming services are underperforming and also therefore their share prices is uh, are currently uh, quite under pressure, to say at least. Indeed, of course, they have all the content creation costs, which from my understanding, Click, Click doesn't have. It would be good to, to get an idea because Click, from my understanding, is relatively unique. I'm, I'm struggling to make a comparison against uh, uh, another company. So if we look at the key metrics that you like to talk to investors about and then maybe make a, a very loose comparison, for example, to, to Netflix or another subscriber, and of course, the big metrics for them are the number of subscribers that, that, that are coming in. Is that the same for Click, or do you have other key metrics within the business that you'd like to point investors to? Yeah, we, one of our key metrics is actually the customer acquisition. Um, so the the marketing spend which we do, um, and the volume is important in there uh, in this respect. As long as we make a decent uh, margin on it, and with our BI technology in house, we can measure every euro or dollar spent in that respect. So we know upfront that we can realize a margin with the customer acquisition, which we do, because we know the RPU, the average revenue per user going forward on those newly acquired customers. And as we know also the cost to acquire them, we can easily measure uh, the, uh, the margin which we can realize. So if we see that one of our marketeers or one of the departments um, make not the the wished uh, KPI, uh, which is of course obviously making a profit within the first six months of its lifetime, uh, then we take the campaign off offline immediately, and that's done within 24 hours. And this is a very powerful tool, and there's also a very powerful KPI is the the volume of marketing, which we uh, um, disclose to the market every quarter. Uh, so this profitability is measured, um, whereby other competitors in the market are more emphasizing, of course, on the product itself and on the pr uh, productions they make. Uh, but they are, of course, running a, a different type of risk, risk, as you not know on forehand, if the production you do in intellectual property, uh, if you can uh, acquire enough customers for that specific product. And it takes longer for them to be break even um, on a newly acquired customers than we do. So our turnaround is uh, yeah, much more quicker. And we have, a, a, I think, a, an example in there uh, with the fine dining restaurants, uh, but we are more fast food uh, that uh, fits its tables five times a day uh, versus the Michelin star restaurants. I think this is a, a, a nice, a similar um, comparison. Uh, but we also comp compete for the eyeballs online. So this is also something which we need to say uh, in, this, um, in, in this respect. As you see with this, the, the halftime, with the Super Bowl, you see companies like Tesla, but also Coca-Cola, which operates a completely different business model, competing for the same airspace in the halftime uh, to market their product. Um, also there, we have the same situation with uh, 
with our products and with our marketing. So therefore, we uh, we stay a bit aside on exactly where we ex- where we market our products online. And this is, of course, uh, at the end, all reflected. And this is, uh, I think, uh, um, yeah, coming back into our profitability, um, our model with uh, the figures which we show in our fi- in our reporting on a quarterly basis, as I just said. Thank you very much. And and just as a, a final point here, Ben, and, and sort of picking up on what you've just uh, just said there. For people listening to this, potential investors, you know, what would you say to people that are, that are looking at Click Digital and, and looking over the next 12 months in terms of, of what could be happening at the company? Why should somebody be getting involved in the stock today? Well, of course, first of all, uh, everyone should do their own research whether or not to take an investment decision. That's, that's uh, the, of course, the basic rule. But yeah, looking first of all backwards, back to, into 2019, where uh, we, 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 we see it as a starting point where we start bundling actually uh, numerous uh, uh, streaming services together in one portal. Um, and while selling that online, we started with a revenue of 63 million euros and we are now on the go and we guided the market to reach by 2025 uh, a revenue of uh, almost 500 or 500 million euros. So this is, I think, a, a very nice story. Um, and we are aiming, as we uh, produce already also in the last four or five years, an EBITDA margin of at least, uh, or not at least, around 15%. So you can imagine what co- what's going to happen with our figures going forward. So it's a profitable company, all in all, in a business which is continuing growing. Um, we are a unique provider of... Uh, of streaming services uh, by putting the emphasis on marketing uh, to mass to the mass market and to consumers globally. So we are a cash flow machine, I would say, uh, which uh, produces uh, nice free cash flows on a yearly basis, uh, which we also partly use to pay dividends. So for the last four years, we've pay, pay, we have been paying out forty percent of our net results back to our shareholders. So. Being part of the, uh, the streaming industry is uh, undeniable cool and uh, marketing uh, a likable product in this dynamic sector is what drives our team every day. So we have a very good and motivated uh, international workforce to make this happen and to make a global impact for affordable streaming services. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Just as a, a note to people listening, Ben will actually be presenting at UK Investor Magazine virtual conference coming up where some of those points that Ben has spoke about will be illustrated. So do check out the notes to this podcast where you'll be able to get yourself signed up for that. So Ben, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. Well, thank you, uh, Jonathan. It was my pleasure. We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.